Hey my friends, welcome to the Fresh Life Podcast. I'm sitting in Lisa's living room with my two favorite ladies, Lisa and Tara. Hey guys, so good to be here. And we just wanna introduce you to the podcast. If you're new, the Fresh Life Podcast is all about seeking to shape the next generation through life on life discipleship. We believe that God has created us for these relationships and honestly loves to form us through multi-generational mentoring. So. Today we're talking about a brand new series that we're honestly all super excited about. It's a little bit of a different change of pace and we're excited to enter into these tough topics, mm-hmm. right? So a common question that all three of us get as we interact with women is when you're in mentoring relationships, how do you talk about blank? How do you talk about the deep stuff? How do you talk about these tough topics? The truth is discipleship relationships can bring about tricky conversations because we're human and life is messy. There isn't always a cut and dry way to navigate those tough topics we experience with one another. But but in this series, we want to enter into that space with the top four toughest topics you will likely encounter at some point in your discipleship journey. So guys, I'd love for you to speak into how you've personally grown in walking with women through challenging seasons and those tough topics. I think this is going to be such a fun conversation to have with you, you guys. And then also just with people that whoever is listening, they might have with others, because I think sometimes, um, in my life, growth has come out of these in things that never would have caused growth otherwise. Like it's Mm -hmm. spaces where I've experienced God in a way or seen something in my life that needed pruning or something that has happened that nothing else except just being willing to have that tough conversation would have brought about. And so I really think this is a good series, a good conversation to have. One of the things that I remember doing early on, and I was I was younger, a younger leader, and I was interacting um, during a summer project. We were helping lead a summer project, and I was interacting with one of the owners and managers of one of our properties that we needed to for all of our students. And we had some conflict and we had some issues and it was obviously getting very heated on her side of things. And I, I didn't really understand or know what exactly it was, but I wasn't willing to just let it fester. And it was initially very awkward because this woman was probably 30 years older than me. And I thought, okay, I do know though that this will be good I do know that I should step into this. I do know that this conversation should happen and it will help like in our future conversations. But it was amazing to watch what God did as he opened up her heart and her mind and her life. When we engaged in that conversation, we went from being people who just worked together to to do this this housing thing to like, she would ask me questions about what God was doing on the project. And she would start, she would treat me like one of her daughters. And it was amazing to see how just allowing her to have that hard conversation and know that I was still with her. I'm, I'm not going to leave. I'm having this conversation with you. I think you're a, you know, a great person. And, but I think it's worth having this hard conversation because I don't want to leave it Yuck, you know, and it was fun. And I think that was one of the first times and the most vivid times I've seen how these tough conversations can really grow and shape and create relationships and people maybe that you didn't even expect that could really 
Well, it sounds like she gained respect for you because you, you know, were a heavyweight. Like you went in and you were willing to like, just be honest and be awkward and like work it through. <laughs> yeah. like you had her best interest in mind that you were willing to do that. Yeah. And I think with mentoring, we are, you know, hard is to invite women into mentoring. And when women are honest, they're like, I don't know if I want to get into the nitty gritty. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. if I have the capacity. I don't think I'm equipped to do this. I'm not a counselor. Um, you know, they just don't feel prepared. And so I think this series is going to be helpful in the sense of that it's okay. And maybe if we talk through some of these top four, you have a little bit more thought. Some things that, you know, we've kind of learned along the way will help Mm -hmm. you as you're navigating or being more willing to trust God. Mm -hmm. But ultimately the Holy Spirit is with you and he's Mm -hmm. the counselor and he's your helper. And if we just put ourselves in those places, I think out of obedience that God just honors that you're willing to really get in there with people. I know the ones who have been brave enough to like ask me why I responded a certain way or call me out if I misspoke. Mm -hmm. To me, those are true friends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I have just mile markers in my walk with the Lord over these years of people who have loved me enough to ask me the hard things or like to dig in there with me or, you know, they could probably tell I was laughing something off when really underneath it was a lot of wounding Mm -hmm. and pain. And they were willing to not just laugh it off with me, but like ask awkward Mm -hmm. questions that I really didn't think I wanted to go to and how God used that person to grow me and to heal me and to be just such a life-giving person in my life. Like Mm -hmm. we want to be those women. Mm -hmm. So I guess this series, we want to say you're, you're not alone. Yes. Life is messy, but actually like what you said, when you have that respect, it kind of goes to another whole level of relating with each Mm -hmm. other. And there's just more transformation and more honesty and Mm -hmm. like both of you grow, you know? Mm -hmm. So we don't want to, it's not always every conversation that Mm -hmm. we're in is going to go here, but I think if we're willing to, it's just really special that the Lord can use us in people's lives Mm -hmm. because we're available. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we talk about just seeing the other, loving the other, like being considerate. And I do think this falls in that space of when you really care about someone you are willing to enter in because you know, ultimately that it's for their benefit. And I think sometimes when we don't enter in, it's when we haven't always thought of the other more. We've, mm-hmm. We're thinking of our own self or our own uncomfortable mm-hmm. feelings that come with that conversation or whatever it is. Maybe you know, were worried about losing the relationship, but recognizing like, okay. And of course, you know, taking it before the Lord and saying, is this something that you've put on my plate. Is this something that I'm supposed to engage in or not? But when you know it is like loving the other person enough to have a a hard conversation or to be able to like walk through some of the topics we're walking through instead of just being like, well, you know, we can talk about that later. Sometimes I want to do that with my kids where you're like, good question. Let's come back to that. Never. Never. Yes, exactly. Isn't that true though? Sometimes we don't want to know. Yes. You know, and yes. even, you know, you have that with your children. And then I've definitely had that with women that I'm, you know, pouring into and investing in. It's like, ooh, I, I don't know if I want to, I don't know if I, it's either heavy or I feel unfamiliar or like mm-hmm. I'm afraid of what her response or really like how bad this really is. And I didn't know, mm-hmm. you know, and so when, sure. when you ask what you learn, I remember on a summer project doing a reference for a girl and I wrote this wonderful reference. And then she went on a summer project, um, was with other staff from other parts of the United mm-hmm. States. And one of the disciples reached back out at me and she goes, why didn't you tell me about her eating disorder? And it was like, 
Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, that might you have didn't not know, been. Or you did know. I probably did, but I wouldn't like something that I had really jumped in with her to be able to say that I, yeah. you know, like this is something that would be important for you to know. Mm-hmm. And so after that project, like that girl who was just with her for the summer really started to like get in there in life, in that area of her mm-hmm. life. And I, it kind of felt sad that I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. She set the stage where when that, you know, friend of mine came back, she was a student when I was on staff at the University of Alabama. And you know, it's kind of like, I'm kind of getting thrown in there as this new staff person that this is part of like what I get to do is like work through these harder mm-hmm. areas of people's life. But so yeah. I didn't do it at the beginning. And that was kind of another mile marker of like, that didn't benefit her or the people on that project to not know really what some deep stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I've been on other summer projects and we're talking about these crew summer projects that you go off on different beachside locations, <laughs> but we had a student that was a kleptomaniac and nobody told us that. Mm-hmm. So like either they didn't have anybody in their life to know it was like a serious problem, but all of a sudden everybody had things missing and they found out it was this one person that was like stealing stuff from people. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so, you know, that's just like not a helpful thing to not come alongside to where that's how that's revealed is on this big Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's like we do people justice or like we care and we do a disservice. We yeah. yeah. And, and we respect them that it's like, this is just sin, like any other sin. Like, mm-hmm. let's just like talk about it. You know, yeah. are you mm-hmm. getting help? Are you, are you wanting to stay in this? You know, mm-hmm. like just start to ask questions and see where they are with, but it's just ugh, like, mm-hmm. you don't want to hurt anybody or. Yeah. I think too, we all want to be seen, but we also don't want to be seen. So we, we hide. And when someone can see that piece that you don't want to be seen but still stay with you in it and be okay with not with whatever it is or whatever hard thing it is but really be okay with you and know you and love you through that I think there's an element of feeling a part of something or feeling seen or known that comes with that we I would talk with one of my friends on summer project who is helping lead us which that's our topic today, yeah. today yeah. isn't it? We were both on staff with crew, so that was some of our summers. But um, we would always talk about the 20% of you. And so often people will tell you 80%, but they won't tell you that last 20. But that last 20 are those deep places or the hard places or the blind places that you might have in your life. And you desperately need a person, a friend who's willing to tell mm-hmm. you the 20%. And so we always say, we're, we're that friend who will tell each other the 20%. And I've said that to so many women since um, those conversations with my friend about the necessity of having a friend who will tell you the 20% because it is life-changing to have a person who will engage those conversations with yeah. you. Yeah. And that's a treasured friend. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do think that, you know, it's not realistic to think you're going to jump into a discipleship mentoring relationship and that's going to be automatic. Yes. I mean, I think that the more somebody trust you and that you've given them credibility and you've shared your own life that they can be safe, that the more they're going to be willing to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes it's like you are together for a while before you start to get into those conversations or even just know them well enough to know mm-hmm. the triggers or like if there's like a critical spirit or unforgiveness, mm-hmm. like that just isn't something you're going to jump into right away and yeah. like want to ask about unless it comes up the first mm-hmm. time, obviously. Sure. But yeah. I just think it does. It's a matter of the more the deeper that you're getting into that 20% comes because of trust and yeah. like, you know, that 
ability foundation yeah yeah Yeah. and i think too just knowing one of the things that i feel like i've grown in or learned is knowing the things that are in my space and the things that are not there's a lot of tough topics and hard things that people have walked through that as a mentor or as a discipler like i can go so far into that but there are times when i need to say I, this is out of my league or this is, you know, can I reference you to someone, a counselor or a doctor or Mm -hmm. someone else? Because my role in relationship with you can only go here, Mm -hmm. you know, and I want for you to be able to go further than that, you know? And I think sometimes just recognizing that we aren't (laughs) all of everything for everyone, but we do have our own limitations and being able to recognize Mm -hmm. those and to, to walk in those as well, I think, as we do this. Yeah. And it's not always a counselor or like a professional. It could just be another woman who's walked through it. Yeah, and, exactly. you know, like, I feel like I'm limited in understanding this, but I have a friend that I know has gone through this and you, you would probably be, you know, helpful to each other just to be able to process. Would you ever want me to just connect you mm-hmm. two together? And mm-hmm. um, so definitely we help people find help. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always mm-hmm. have to be us being equipped because I am not a I'm not like Reese going through mm-hmm. his masters where he's being trained equipped and yeah. I don't want people to think I am because they need a, a counselor you mm-hmm. know like that's not what we're acting like we're mm-hmm. just the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit is our counselor but we mm-hmm. are just someone walking through life yeah. yeah there is such a beauty of entering into these conversations and not being afraid of what their response might be or whatever I mean I think of. Jesus was very used to this mm-hmm. practice of confronting or just asking very direct questions or direct statements that I think we can just learn from his heart for people like that. It came from a place of love. Like mm-hmm. we don't just enter into these conversations because we like to stir the pot. And <laughs> we enter into them because we love people yes. and we want them to thrive with the Lord and be free. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times these tough conversations are rooted in some sort of chain. Well, I mean, it's not even always your fault that you have a chain necessarily. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think we're going to be talking about some trauma-like things, but regardless of what kind of chain it is, Jesus wants you to be free. And so Mm -hmm. I think his heart is to bring about that flourishing by asking and by entering into these tough topics for us. So guys, what is one thing you're hoping women take away from this series? I think one of the things that comes to mind is that I hope women walk away equipped and I hope women walk away feeling like they are empowered to have the conversations God's asking them to step into. But at the same time, they have the freedom to not have the answers or to leave some gray in spaces. Or like, I feel like there is so much that we want, we want to wrap up in a nice box. We want to understand. And there's things that God says you can't understand here. And there's things that God says you might not ever understand the why, but it is. And so what does that look like to walk in that with people? And I think if we can have these conversations, if we can equip people to step into these harder, harder places and to grow in their relationships, but still give them the freedom to not have all the answers or not try to solve people's Mm -hmm. problems. I think that would be a really big win. Yeah. I think that's a really good point. Some of that heart of like being okay to not know the answers Mm -hmm. comes from our own personal security and of our identity, right? Yeah. Like we're not trying to prove that we know the way through people's problems. We've got the Lord and we have a security of heart and mind. And we just want to be with people as we like walk with Jesus Mm -hmm. and hopefully gain freedom with them. 
Yes, absolutely. Keeping our identity rooted in that is so key, I think, in these conversations. Well, in that parallel learning of like maybe some things we've gone through, you don't know if maybe a month from now you have to draw on that and like, I, okay, I'm not afraid. I kind of remember, you know, mm-hmm. that's like kind of a natural thing. And this is good that we're talking about it. So not being afraid of mm-hmm. the harder things and maybe a few ideas of how to ask questions instead of feeling like we have to answer because it's really them processing what they're going through. Mm-hmm. We, the answers we have is that we're praying for them, that we know God loves them. We can remind them of who they are, mm-hmm. that they you know, aren't caught up in shame or in the chains of the sin. God comes to restore us and set us free. So mm-hmm. those are our parts to know who God is in their mm-hmm. life. Our part is just to be yielded and to be open and to do a little work of like going a little deeper. So many times people say, how do I just go from a coffee date to really getting into somebody's life. And a lot of it is questions. A lot of it is having the posture of grace that women know that you're safe and that Mm -hmm. you're really caring about them. So maybe these are just some things over the next few weeks that will be tools you can use or just give you more courage to go there. Mm -hmm. Well, we are so excited to step into these conversations with you guys starting next week where we're talking about our first tough topic, sin. So excited for that for next week. Lisa, hey, you wanted to touch on one thing before we leave. I do. We want to make sure you know you're invited to our Be Refresh retreat on May 7th. It's going to be from 10 to 5, so it's a full-day retreat. It's at Mahoney State Park at their new um, Riverview Lodge, which is just beautiful. And you are welcome to go early and enjoy the Mm -hmm. park and have a hike or a quiet time or whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. But We're looking so forward to having all the different women we've been connecting with over the last two or three years to have a place where you can bring your friends, the women you're pouring into. We want to do the work of creating the environment so that you can go deeper with your your people, the Mm -hmm. ones you love so much. And then we hope that you leave the retreat with great next steps and tools that you can do over the summer or next fall in your ministries. So um, just looking so forward to a day of just celebrating who God is and loving Him and also celebrating our relationships. Just want to just invest into you. So come. Yes. Mm-hmm. Our registration is on March 19th. So yep, it's it open. It's already going. Mm-hmm. And if you want to know how to find us, our Instagram, Refresh Mentoring, and Facebook page will have all the information in the link. Yeah. yeah. So excited. Okay. We'll see you back next week for Tough Topic Sin. Mm-hmm. <laughs>